0: I'm your host Sajid Islam and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of May 24, 2021. Today, first of all, we're going to start off with Instagram. Uh, Instagram has added engagement insights for Reels and Instagram live broadcasts. Uh, What that basically means that for Reels, they will now be showing metrics, including like play accounts, reach likes, comments, saves and shares. And for lives, they'll be showing accounts reached, peak concurrent viewers, comments and shares, right? You know, these are all metrics, uh, things like that. Uh, Additionally, they're also launching new detailed information about reaching account insights. They have built new breakdowns that provide transparency into which type of accounts they are reaching. I mean, as in you are reaching and which contents uh, format are most effective at driving reach. If you ask me, uh, this is something, uh, a welcome change, a welcome addition from Instagram, just because you know now we can actually see how effective our Reels and Live uh, broadcasts are doing. Um, so I really am looking forward to seeing this metrics in our account. Okay. Um, With that, the next updates from Instagram is that Instagram has launched a new product showcase option called Drops, which will highlight the latest product launches from brands that you have engaged with or may be interested in at the top of the shop tab in the app. This is Instagram's way to push more e-commerce onto their platform by allowing you to uh, discover Uh, new products from brands that you follow, brands that you've engaged with, things like that, right? Again, this option essentially builds on Instagram's product reminder option, which was first launched back in 2019, right? Nothing new there, again, all this is doing is Instagram is pushing uh, e-com into their platform because e-commerce is the future, they realize that. How much of song and dance can you Uh, indulge in uh, before you get bored and you like to now they realize the money is in e-com okay next up we have uh, another update from instagram actually this is a bit of facebook as well where they're saying now everyone on instagram and facebook can hide their public accounts right Uh, as of may 26th uh, that option became available uh, previously, we may have, we probably have covered this on our show where Instagram was testing this uh, uh, option where you can hide your like counts because they figured out that you know people are feeling pressured, people are feeling, you know, victimized, bullied, things like that. Now, Instagram and Facebook, aka both are... Facebook came out and they said they heard people and experts that say, some people said, Hey, we like seeing the counts. The other people says we don't like seeing the counts. Uh, So what they're doing is they're just like giving you a, um, giving you an option to turn it on, turn it off. If you ask me, uh, you know, it's a double-edged sword, um, which is, it's good to see, you know, it's, it's great to create social proof. Like, you know, if I had a, post where I got like 500,000 likes like for example the other day uh, Mark Zuckerberg showed a photo of he playing with his child uh, and you know he posted that and that was at like 1 million reactions. It's great for him but if I get like five it may also like make me feel bad. So use it if you are small fish in this big ocean. Then maybe you will turn it off until you get to a point where you're getting a lot of uh, uh, reactions to your post. I'll leave it there. Okay. With that, let's move on. Now, this update is very interesting update where Facebook is saying they will reduce your reach if you keep spreading on fake news and misinformation. Okay. Let me allow you a minute to let that sink in. Uh, Let me give you a minute to allow to, let me give you a minute to let that sink in. So Facebook has basically saying, you know, Facebook has this problem where people are sharing misinformation, fake news, so Facebook is saying, hey, we are gonna basically try to put a stop to that. And what we're gonna do is we are gonna first inform users before interacting with a page that, uh, with a misleading page. So if you had a page where you keep on publishing misleading information and if I was going to the page, Facebook will give me a pop up that says, hey, this page is well known to share misinformation. Do you want to do this or not? So that's one. After that, um, if you still ignore it and publish it, uh, it will penalize me. Or after that, if I still choose to take that post and publish it, it's going to over time penalize me by reducing my reach, my visibility, right? That's number two. Number three is they're planning to educate users such as myself who shared that misleading uh, fake information by sending me an email saying, you know, uh, why I, you know, the content I shared is it's false fake misleading and you know how it was do how it was how they arrived to that conclusion and they will also you know inform me of the penalties in the future which is going back to the second point which is uh, penalize me for showing or spreading false news now i think this is a very interesting tactic from facebook they are becoming like the virtual police The not just the police, they are also the judge, right? Because like even this week, Facebook came out and they says, oh, we will no longer remove any post that claims COVID-19 virus was man-made. So three months ago, six months ago, nine months ago, Facebook, if you had a post that were saying COVID-19 virus was man-made, they would have like, you know, taken you offline. They would have banned you. They would have reduced you, removed your post, things like that. And under their you know umbrella you would have been penalized and now after whatever nine months six months three months they're saying oh we will no longer do that but the damage has already been done facebook is continuing to do this all this kind of hokey pokey because they want to stay outside the purview of uh, regulation they don't want the government to come in and this you know basically enforce a lot of regulation they want to stay independent and to do that they have to show Government, Congress, and lawmakers that they're doing their best to do all these things, but in the process they all they're doing is they're creating these two tier dodgy gray areas where they make decisions and they are final, and there is no way for you to counter that claim because hey uh so the free internet doesn't exist uh, I understand what they're coming from, but Facebook is actually on a very slippery slope, and all I can think of is. I think they're going to end up a lot more time spending, they will end up spending a lot more time in enforcement than anything else. But anyway, I'll leave it there. Let's move on to the next topic, which is Google Ads. So Google Ads, this week was Google Marketing Livestream 2021. Uh, Google announced a lot of updates, uh, especially with Google Ads. I will quickly uh, go over some of the points. Uh, it's about like 10 or 12 updates. It's extremely difficult, challenging for me to cover each and every one of them um, in details for this thing. But this should just give you some idea of what Google is working on. So number one is they have announced some updates in the hotel ads. They have announced some in the local campaigns and local inventory ads. I will cover these two points uh, in the next update, uh, just because I think you know a lot of my listeners and a lot of my customers are in that area. Um, but aside from that, you know, they also update some in customer matching, uh, some updates on insights page. Uh, they are rolling out a new uh, bidding option called Performance Max. It's still in beta. Uh, product feeds, uh, which is basically allowing you to update your uh, shopping, in, uh, shopping SKUs, not shopping SKUs, but S- product information SQs directly into Google. Uh, they are updating target return on ad spend. Um, bidding type and the other things that they now have imaging extensions. Now image extensions in very quickly is basically now with search ads, you can embed images. Yes, it's search ads is not getting uh, any searches is getting images. Now it's getting better at customizers, robust attribution reporting. Uh, basically, because of all the cookieless uh, things that are going to are happening, uh, third-party cookies are going away. Because of that, they're updating the robust attribution. Because uh, if not, you'd not be able to figure out uh, how which ad of yours worked that and eventually brought to you the sale or the customer. Uh, along with the same line, they also have enhanced conversions uh, to preserve accurate complete, uh, complete conversion measurements. Again, this is, goes back to the same thing, uh, which is a, a third-party cookie getting uh, uh, kind of going away. Number one and number two is iOS fourteen fourteen five update, right? Um, they have more customized information in the Google Ads feed, uh, which is basically when you that's basically when you go to Google Ads. Um, They're going to give. usually get some information, hey, do this, do that. Now they're saying they're going to tailor it more to your account. Um, The next thing they have is drive shopping inspiration across YouTube and Google and the new offline conversion import helper tool to implement offline conversion import. So now, if if this is the first time you're hearing about offline conversions or offline conversions import, let me tell you what this is. This is basically, say, you are a brick-and-mortar store, right? Say you are a brick-and-mortar store, which is basically you have a physical store, you have customers, and you have this customer's information, right? You know, customer name, email, purchase history, things like that. Now, you want to go ahead and run Google Ads, but Google Ads doesn't have any information about your physical customers. You can take the physical customers, customers who come to your storefront, take those information and you can upload it into Google Ads so that Google Ads has a better understanding of who your customers are, right? That's that whole process of taking your customer data from a physical store, uploading it into Google Ads. It's called the offline conversion or offline conversion import, right? It's a very powerful tool because remember, Google Ads is machine language, artificial intelligence, and you need to train it. So once you upload all this data, Google knows who your customers are. And once it knows who your customers are, it can then match and find more people who look alike like those customers. So that's what it is. how does Google know who these customers are? Trust me, they know everything, right? They have a lot of data points, and they know a lot of information. They know it, and they will match it, and they will find it. And the more data you give it to this machine language, uh, the more better the better results you're gonna get. Okay. With that, let's go to the next part, which is actually the one I said you know we are gonna talk about uh, the local ads, uh, basically uh, the local ads. In that local ads, we have auto-suggest ads for a business or something. Um, Google is going to basically um, show ads for related product or service nearby, right? So for example, if you're in Google Maps and you're looking for oil change, and if Paul's Auto Garage uh, is running an ad, then obviously Google is going to automatically suggest to Paul's Auto Garage. That's how auto suggest ads work. Next up, we have navigational ads. Uh, what navigational ads are something you know as you are using Google Maps for during driving directions, uh, and on on route, route to your destination, ads are going to pop up, and you know it's going to tell you, hey, we have this. Business, maybe they're offering a deal. Would you like to go visit this? And you can just click on the button that says add a new stop, and it's gonna, you know, add that to your destination drive, and then off you go. So, this is very similar to what Waze does. Uh, Waze is again, if you're not familiar, it's just another. Um, Driving direction mapping tool similar to Google Maps, and by the way, Waze was purchased by Google a couple of a few years ago uh, for a billion dollars, right when they were still in beta or they just came out. So Waze is owned by Google, and you know, so it's going to work um, similar to what it's working in Waze. Nothing new there, but yeah, it gives you more inventory. Next up, we have a similar Places ad. And, you know, what? how it works is like when you search for something, uh, uh, a business, and then that specific business location is closed at the time of the search, then Google is going to show you a nearby business or another business that is open, a similar business that is open, right? Works well for brick and mortar store because, you know, if you are, say, a restaurant, who is open for breakfast, but your competitor is not open for breakfast, then hey, you probably be able to like you know uh, take some of those search queries and searchers and bring new customers into your business. So I like that. Next up we have which is a pickup litter option. It's still in beta. Uh, it's something uh, in line of we have already covered something called pickup today, carbside pickup uh, previously in our show. Uh, Just now it's saying you can order something from Google through Google Shopping and then you have the option to pick up uh, later and then basically allowing against uh, small businesses, uh, physical businesses to be able to sell more stuff and make it easier to do commerce. That's all from Google Google Update in terms of increasing in-store sales with online ads. Let's move on to the next part of Google Update. Which is Google is expanding their shopping integrations. Last week we covered that Google has announced uh, that they're expanding uh, expanding their partnership with Shopify, which will provide new and simplified processes to enable Shopify uh, to enable Shopify's 1.7 million merchants to get the products featured across Google in just a few clicks for free. This week, Google has launched partnerships with WooCommerce, GoDaddy, and Square to enable retailers on those platforms to list their products for free on Google. All in all, if I was Amazon, I would be kind of worried because why I'm saying this is because now more and more people are going to be uh, making money on uh, Google, more and more people are gonna search on Google, it's going to probably um, take a little bit of traffic away from Amazon. Now, Amazon is a trillion dollar company, uh, so I'm sure they have the brain power, the computing power, the resources to figure something out. But Google is also kind of going deep into e commerce shopping. Because if you look at it, like, you know, if you are following our show, you will see the battle for e com, the battle for shopping is heating up. Even today, we talked about how. Instagram is dropping, uh, Instagram is actually allowing you to, uh, adding new features to find, discover new uh, products uh, from the brands you follow, again, pushing e commerce into the platform. Okay, let's move on to the next update. Uh, it's from YouTube. Uh, so what YouTube is saying is that your videos won- will not get removed for too many flags and your YouTube has a right to monetize. So let me break it down a little bit for you what that means. Number one is YouTube is saying that you know if someone or people continue to flag your video... Uh, multiple times, that doesn't mean that your video will automatically get taken off. This is a good thing for people who have a lot of haters. They hate them and they basically group together and let's just say, let's go, like, you know, let's go and, you know, report this video as fake. And then, you know, what we're going to happen is they're going to, their video is going to go away. It happens quite a bit on Facebook, by the way. I've seen this happen where, you know, if you report a page, if, you know, I do not know what the exact count is, but if a lot of people report a page or a post, that page gets deleted from Facebook. So YouTube is saying, doesn't matter how many times it gets reported, all contents go through the same review process, which is going to be at that point, or someone, a human is going to take a look at it and see if it's really violating any rules or not. That's one. So YouTube also announced this week that their rights, right to monetize in their term, terms, of, terms of service. Let me explain to you what this basically means. Basically, on YouTube, you need to be part of the YouTube Partner Program to be able to monetize their video. So, for example, if I put up a video like this uh, podcast, uh, we are not part of the YPP, YouTube Partner Program. So when we put up our video, obviously, we are not uh, creating this video to make money out of it. Uh, so we will not make money and YouTube knows that uh, we are not part of the YPP program. So they will not also show any ads in our video in between our, you know, in, inside of our video. Now YouTube is coming out and changing their rules that says, you know, what times of service saying, you know what, doesn't matter whether you are in the YPP program or not. We will still show ads in your video. If you are in the YPP program, we will share the revenue. If you're not in the YPP program, Too bad. We make the money. You don't. Figure it out. Now, if you ask me, Sajid, why are they doing this? I will tell you one simple reason. The battle YouTube is running out of inventory. What What does that mean? It means that obviously the more YouTube needs to place their ads in between videos. If When I look at the advertising, digital marketing adv- digital advertising landscape I see tons of people jumping, moving away from Facebook and moving into YouTube. I, you would not believe this. It's super crazy. Like a lot of Facebook gurus are now giving up on Facebook because Facebook is such an unreliable partner. And I've covered this so many times on my podcast that you probably think I hate them. I don't. I just tell you what it is. right? And I also tell you what I see. Like, so we ourselves moved away from Facebook like a, three years ago now. It's been almost three years now. So what I'm seeing is a lot of these gurus, they're realizing that their Facebook is an unreliable partner. They need to go to YouTube and everyone is driving into YouTube. Now YouTube gets a lot of content, but they need more content. The more content they have, the more uh, ads they can place in there. Now if you are not, and not everyone can be in the YPP program. So go figure, right? And so now it doesn't matter whether you're in the YPP program or not. Um, they're gonna show a video ads in your video so I will say, look into the requirements for YPP because you need to have about a thousand um, subscribers to your channel before you can monetize it. Uh, that's one of the things that they did because scammers were actually messing around with YouTube and doing a lot of bad stuff. Hey, that's what happens, you know, when bad people do bad things. Uh, we good people get suffer. We suffer. Uh, but coming back, uh, so this is something for you to know. I dug a little bit deeper into this but it's something very important for you to know that you know this is what's going to happen okay next up we have um, now you can boost your post and events on LinkedIn voila nothing new we have done that in the past on Facebook Uh, LinkedIn is just rolling it out this week what this basically means is that LinkedIn is maturing up linkedin is basically getting serious in the game linkedin has seen like a 400 percent increase in uh you know usage linkedin has realized you know what they're losing out opportunities and they're doing it um it's something you know we all know how it works event promotion and post promotions expect linkedin to grow and which basically means two things are going to happen it's just going to be as more and more users are getting on linkedin Uh, It's going to get cheaper to, uh, my prediction is that it's going to get cheaper to uh, advertise on LinkedIn. Next up, we have Pinterest. Pinterest is now accepting uh, applications for the next phase of the creator fund. Back in April, Pinterest announced its first creative creator fund initiative through which it provided five hundred k to facilitate uh, to facilitate support for creators uh, from underrepresented communities. We covered that update in our show. Uh, the first batch of creators went through that uh, and they're calling them fund creators or funders and the funders fund creators uh, and you know they basically uh, the creators who were selected received hands on training. Uh, to help them succeed on Pinterest. Uh, They got a lot of guidance from Pinterest as well as a financial grant of $25,000 in cash and ad credits, right? So now Pinterest is saying, you know what, hey, we are reopening the application. You have till June 30th to apply for it. They're going to select 10 people and the next uh, uh, program is going to run from August uh, to September. That's all. Uh, The next up, Then the last update of this week we have is an announcement from Microsoft Advertising. And they're saying they're launching this uh, platform called Unified Smart. It's still uh, in, uh, I guess, in early access. So you have to apply to get in. And let me kind of cover some of the stuff that this platform is supposed to do. This platform, which they're calling it Unified Smart, will allow small businesses to run multi-channel paid advertising and social media campaigns wow if that sounds a lot yes let me unpack that up for you a little bit what multi-channel paid advertising means that using their platform the dashboard you can not only run microsoft ads you can also run facebook and instagram ads you can use that platform to schedule your facebook instagram twitter and linkedin posts you will get reports from on organic social media as well as you can also run microsoft ads now for microsoft ads what they can do is they will you can put your url in the website url and they're going to automatically create ads for you based on your website content now Folks, if you're listening to it, I will tell you how I feel about this automatically creating campaign based on your website content. I would say, don't do it. Google has that. Google used to call it AdWords Express before Google ads was AdWords. And now they have some variations of it. It's usually I don't like it because you know it's just, you're giving your money and they just like goes red herring. Aside from that, all the other stuff that microsoft is saying with unified smart which is uh, able to run and launch your facebook ads and instagram ads from unified smart that's great one thing i would love to see was if microsoft has done added linkedin ads as well from that unified smart especially when linkedin is microsoft's platform i'm shocked and surprised that they don't have that but they went out and brought facebook and instagram Hey Microsoft, if you're listening, maybe you should focus on uh, adding LinkedIn ads into your Unified Smart Platform first, and before you start going to Facebook and Instagram, because you know, hey, LinkedIn is your company. Otherwise, it's a great tool. I think if it really works, uh, it is going to be uh, a death sentence for all these other platforms like Hootsuite and Later and whatnot, because you know what? That's how they make money. I mean, you know, I don't know. No maybe Microsoft is going to get into that business as well because Microsoft is a company that is in the business of making software. Who knows? We'll see. But for now, I'm going to put the link to that uh, form in our show notes. You can find it. If you are interested, you can apply for it. I know I'm going to apply. I do not know if I will get in or not, but hey, at least I tried. I, need to, I put my best foot forward. Okay. already, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page where you will find the links to some of these articles. Once again, this is your host, Sajid Islam, signing off until next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.